0: Hi, I'm Rail Bricker, and I'll be one of your hosts with the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm the co-host. And together, we're going to be talking about what makes up business excellence. And we believe that you can never be perfect. All you can be is excellent. And in our businesses and in our lives, we want to achieve excellence. And that's why this is the Business Excellence Podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, one of the hosts, and with me from Brisbane is Lindsay Adams, my co-host.
1: Hello and welcome.
0: And with us today is our special guest, Amanda Lambros, who is a speaker, a TEDx speaker, relationships, mental health, grief and loss, and a sexologist all rolled into one. We decided that today's talk Amanda would be based on your TED talk your TEDx talk and that was called why date night is cheaper than divorce.
2: Absolutely it is.
0: And so today we want to talk about why date night is good for business. Welcome Amanda Lambros.
2: Thanks for having me guys. I I guess one of the first things that I would throw back is why wouldn't date night be good for business? Just think about uh, how how much more refreshed you feel when you have your mind off of work for a few hours and actually focused on the things that you really, really love. So then you get the opportunity to come back to work a little bit more energized than normal.
0: I mean, do you think our modern work environment is is cutting into uh, into personal time, and and how is How has nine months of a lot of people working from home affected their relationships?
2: Oh, two very big questions. Um, I'll go with the first one, which is, has, uh, uh, you know, has COVID kind of cut into uh, people's relationships? And if you think about it, people have, work is one of those things that it's a bonus. You go to work for eight hours a day and you get a break essentially from your partner. And then when you come back, it's like, oh, I miss you. I've been away from you for eight, nine hours. I look forward to seeing you again. Uh, whereas what uh, this has all done for us when we're working from home and, and sometimes people are also still schooling their kids from home too. It's putting a lot of people in a small space under a lot of pressure and there's no break from one another. And when there's no break from one another, that makes it really difficult to then go, oh, now let's also go on a date because I haven't seen you enough today. so (laughs) so in reality it has put people in a bit of a a difficult situation um, because we're not really creatures who enjoy being at home all the time with our significant other and then having to then go out with them as well so I think that's probably one thing to consider with the whole COVID and working from home now the other question that you asked was oh off the top of my head what was the first part
1: well before you go on to that amanda I, I just want to explore this a bit further because you know uh i i work from home i've been working from home for 20 years uh mm-hmm. and uh, i've been married for 43 man oh man that's a long bonus time. bonus and you know we still like each other um, <laughs> that's an even bigger bonus <laughs> but See, here's the thing we work at our relationship and so i wonder you know are people just damn lazy that they don't There are.
2: The yeah, Lindsay, I am going to say there are a lot of people who are lazy <laughs> around the relationship who it becomes complacency. So they come in, they've, they found the partner. They're like, Oh, hard work's all done. I can just sit back and relax rather than actually having to work on the relationship and in the relationship. And I think that's important that it's something that people think, Oh, I've already got them. They're my husband or my wife. And that's good. And in reality, if you're not focused on them and keeping them like continue to date your partner, then you probably won't stay in that relationship too long. So then give us
1: some clues about this date night thing. Um, it's not something, <laughs> you know, what? Well, like um, for our listeners who's sitting there scratching their heads thinking, well, you know, I, I can't take her out to a restaurant. Um, you know, uh, well, some can and some can't. Um, yeah movie theaters may or may not be open in, you know, depending on what part of the world you're listening. So if you're like, how can we, how can we change it up? We've been home all day together. We're going to have a date night. We've put the kids to bed early. Then what, what do you, want give us some hints.
2: I think one of the best things you can do is, especially if you're looking for like low cost or no cost, or just a different scenario, you can, okay. So restaurants may be closed depending on what part of the world you're in at the moment. And the good news is, Most people will have food at their house. So you can prepare a picnic. You can prepare like a little lunch or something to go Mm out. You can actually have a date in your front yard or your backyard, but the boundaries of that date and the rules of the date are what's actually important. So not talking about your kids because that's not a date and not talking about work because that's not a date, but really just deep dive and focused on each other and asking the little things that matter within that relationship are really important. So it kind of doesn't matter where the date is. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be expensive and it doesn't need to be in a restaurant. It could be down by the beach, watching the waves come in.
1: I like it. I like it. That's And I think, um, you know, the concept of not talking about work, not talking about the kids. Wow. That, uh, because, it, it, you know, I'm, uh, I've got two children. And now I'm blessed I have three grandchildren. And guess what? None of them live with me anymore. Woohoo! Um <laughs> uh, However, I, I do recall, you know, the days where it was just hard work. Um, oh, absolutely. And so switching off, I guess, from that would be a real bonus.
2: Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, when it comes to relationships and work, it's really important to actually switch off from work and focus on the relationship. And then when you go to work, switch off from the relationship and go to work. And you'll be really, really super functional when you're actually doing that because your head's in the right space at the right time.
0: I mean, there's Helen um, Alan, Alan Pierce, who we all know is a is a, is a great speaker in Australia, wrote a book many years ago where he said that men only speak their 2,000 words a day, but women need to speak 6,000 words a day. Very... <laughs> very sexist outlook on the world, but the book was written with, with his wife, with, with Barbara many years ago. But, but interestingly, that also to, to, to some extent in, in those terms defines what happens. So we get home and the men go off into their cave because they've spoken their 2000 words a day and they don't know what to say on date night anymore because they've run out of energy.
2: I'd also, I'd interject there and say that it's not necessarily the case. So I think both men and women kind of need a pause space between work and home and home and work. So they need that ability to actually go, okay, breathe. I'm defragging from work. I don't need to talk to anybody right now. So again, it's a boundary in that relationship. So how many minutes do you need? Do you need 20 minutes at the end of the night when you come home from work to just be by yourself and clear your mind. And then when you are within the family again, then you, you're you refocused on the family. So I think that is one thing there. The other thing that I think is really important when people say, oh, I've ran out of things to say on, on a date. Pff, no, you haven't. There's hundreds of thousands of things to talk about. Um, So I think that's one of the things um, there's heaps of questions. I have a a worksheet, like I call it the cheat sheet that I give out to all of my clients. And I say, you know, here's 36 questions that are designed to actually get you closer. If you could have dinner with anyone, Lindsay, who would it be and why dead or alive?
1: Oh, well, there's an interesting one. Um, uh, let me think obama um uh, you know wow what an interesting guy um mm-hmm. what a great orator you know I, i'm a professional speaker and, and i'm just in awe of the way that guy holds an audience it'd be great to have dinner with him
2: see there you go so it, it you start a conversation like that and you go wow that's really fascinating i wouldn't have thought of obama my person would be and then it develops a conversation around a mutual interest that you're actually finding more about your partner, finding out more about your partner, rather than it's like, Oh, how was your day at work today? Oh yeah. You made some sales. Great. Hmm. Lovely. Um, so the kids have basketball tonight. Um, are you going to go, or do you want me to go? Like it just changes the dynamic of the relationship when you're actually talking about things that are fascinating about one another.
0: So Amanda, what's changed since the middle of March this year with coronavirus and, and or COVID and the work environment. So you, you said obviously you're living 24 seven with a lot of people and that's a challenge. I mean, yeah. if we go back 12 months, two years, three years, were, you know, were people still as distracted as they are now? And, and, and would you say they have to work a whole lot harder on relationships and on on dates now than they did a year ago because they had that physical separation of work and home?
2: Um, I guess I'm a little bit biased in this in that I would say we've always needed to work on our relationships. And I think all that COVID has done is it's become a make or break for a lot of relationships. So definitely the amount of clients I'm seeing has almost doubled um, since coronavirus. And it's really because People don't really know how to live with their partner 24-7. It's not something that we've practiced doing prior to COVID. Um, So living with your partner and working beside them or sharing the same kind of space just puts a a little more stresses on a relationship that weren't necessarily there before. Um, So that's one thing I notice. The other thing I would say that I've noticed from the clients coming in is that they're saying that the reason it's a make or break is because you either really enjoy your partner, And then, you know, 24 hours together has been awesome. Like it's great seeing your partner all the time. You get to walk by the hallway and give them a kiss every now and then. Or, you know what, if you want a quick lunchy shag, you actually can like easily. You're in your own house, you know, things like that. It makes it really easy. And the kids are at school, like bonus, right? So if, if everything's good in your relationship, it's actually drawn a lot of couples closer together. Whereas if there was already some underlying currents of not so great in the relationship, this has actually been the break for a lot of relationships of now I get why I don't like being with you. Now I get why I don't want to be in your space. Now I understand your quirks that I hate most of the time that I'm home. Thank God I get to go to work. And so that's where this really this kind of coronavirus has created or make a break for people, especially people similar to people in our industry. We spend a lot of time up in the air and in hotels and away from our families and so you really get a deeper appreciation of them when you are together and so again another situation where when you're together it's like you either really enjoy being together or you don't
0: and you have to not be distracted when you are together
2: absolutely yeah and I think that's where it becomes a little difficult and Lindsay you were saying this as well it's like when you have kids and then you have grandkids it's like well it's all these great little distractions. And those distractions are actually beautiful excuses of why not to focus on each other. It's like, oh, well, let's focus on our kids. Let's focus on our grandkids. Let's, you know, let's focus on work. But if you're doing all of that and not focusing on each other, then you're not going to have much of a relationship.
1: Okay. So date night, uh, you know, it's an important uh, piece of the relationship. So what else counts? Like, um, How You know, I get that if you you have date night, you're a little re-energized, refreshed, you know, you've got maybe a different perspective. What else is going to uh, impact on business? I mean, you know, you're saying it's good for business. Help us understand this more.
2: Okay. So one of the other reasons it's really good for business is because you get the opportunity to come home and defrag with someone who usually isn't involved in the business. So if we're talking like your typical nine to five person who goes away to work, does their nine to five, and then comes home, they might have an opportunity, give it 15, 20 minutes a night to actually just kind of like, bleh, here's my defrag. Here's how my day's gone. Here's where, you know, I've had this challenge at work for so long and I just can't figure it out. And so you get another perspective. So your partner can give you different perspectives than what you would probably see when you're clouded by at 20, like nine to five when you're at work. Right. Um, So that's one opportunity. The other opportunity is having a conversation. So again, communication is really important with your significant other actually de-stresses you. So then you're going back into work de-stressed. And it's kind of like, that's a really great space to go into rather than just kind of remaining on, on high level stress at all times.
1: Yeah, I, I think I, um, I would have to agree with that. Um, having someone to vent to, for me, I find really useful. And my wife, you know, I my office is a bedroom in the house. She has her office at the other end of the house. We, we often meet Um, over the kitchen table for lunch. We we probably don't see each other in between, strangely enough. However, you know, I've had a phone call. I've had a whatever. And, and you know, over lunch or at the end of the day, the opportunity to go, blah, is very, very cathartic, you know? Absolutely. So, Amanda,
0: people who are struggling have taken the last nine months and gone, why am I with this person? Or... What do I do to recover this relationship? Because as you said, date night is, is cheaper than divorce. You know, what would be your top three things outside of, you know, date night and actually starting to talk to each other? And and I guess at some point there are relationships that probably can't be reco- that, that can't be reconciled. And so, you know, at what point do people actually make that, let's call it negative decision that says, We're better off not being together.
2: See, and I would actually reframe that. I would say it might be a positive decision for a lot of people. So I think regardless of the situation you're in, you kind of need to realize what's good for you. And if being with your current partner is what's good for you, bonus. And if not being with that partner is good for you, that's probably a bonus as well. So I would say possibly, I guess what you're looking for is, you know, if things are great, And even if things aren't so great in a relationship, I highly recommend, and again, I'm biased, but I highly recommend that people go and see a relationship educator at least once a year. So I'm not saying go and get crisis couples counseling. No, no, no. Go and see a relationship educator because it's one of the things that I've noticed over the years. So I've done this for 22 years. And one of the things that I've noticed is that we're all told to get into a relationship and make it work yet we're never taught how to do that. And so oftentimes when you hear relationship counseling, people think, oh, counseling's for crisis and we're not in crisis, so I don't wanna go and see a counselor. And it's like, well, fine, go and see a relationship educator and they'll teach you the ins and outs and like the scientific basis of how to actually keep a relationship together. So I would say first and foremost, if you don't have a relationship educator like in your mobile phone, you should have someone like that. You could have me in your mobile phone. I'm fine with that too, but you should have someone that you can reach out to and go, Hey, things are getting a little rocky and we want to jump on it before it gets problematic. Um, so my second thing would be, which follows into that is prevention is a lot better than a divorce. And so prevention, meaning start working on your relationship. Now go and buy the books. There's millions of relationship books. There's way, like there's so many great things that you can do. And my third thing would be think back to when you first met. So usually when you first meet your partner, you woo them, you do all these great things. Um, I know my husband used to make me coffee in bed and um, bring me flowers or, you know, things like that. Like what are the things that you used to do and why aren't you doing them now? And if you notice you're not doing them now, I would highly recommend that you start doing them again. Um, So that's part of that, you know, keeping that relationship alive, essentially.
1: Cool. Well, Amanda, it's been great having you here. And uh, for our listeners, there's some great tips on uh, why date night is good for business. So, Amanda, if, if our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that?
2: One of the best things that they can do is contact me through my website, so www.amandalambros.com, or they can email me directly, info at amandalambros.com.
1: And just spell Lambros for us, so we make it really easy.
2: So it's Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A, Lambros, L-A-M-B-R-O-S.com.
1: Too easy. Thank you, Amanda. I'll pass it back to you, Rael.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. And thank you, Amanda, for being our guest today on the Business Excellence Podcast. And we look forward to seeing everyone on the next podcast edition. Thanks, guys. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Business Excellence Podcast.